Amen. I have asked uh, one of not the sons of thunder, but the daughters of thunder to bring the word of the Lord tonight. Uh, would you put your hands together and give God a great big praise? Uh, come on, as Sister Tabitha Holt comes uh, to deliver the word of the Lord in this place. Uh, somebody open up your mouth and make some noise tonight. God is in control. God is in control. I want you to stay right where you are because this is going to, you know what Bishop says when he's running out of gas, he either slows it down or he goes full throttle. I'm going full throttle tonight. So I want you to stay right there and keep worshiping the name of all names because God is in control. I thank God for everything that he's doing here in the Rock Church. I thank God for such great leadership in our lives. I thank God for all of you in Jesus' name. I thank God for my family also. I just got two words for you. Let's go. Let's go! Are you gonna preach with me? We're gonna have fun tonight, y'all. Let's go to Genesis chapter one, verses one through three. Ben, can you stay with me? Brother Trevor, where are you at? It says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the spirit of God moved upon the face of the water. The Hebrew Bible, Hebrew Bible, the Torah says, in the beginning of God's creation, of the heavens and the earth. It opens up like a story. Let me tell you, in the beginning of God's creation of the heavens and the earth, now the earth was astonishingly empty and darkness was on the face of the deep and the spirit of God was hovering over the face of the water. And God said, let there be light. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. Let's go to Revelation chapter 12, verses 7 through 9. And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. And the dragon fought against his angels. The audacity to conspire. And therefore engage in full battle with the almighty God. That in itself is the dumbest decision that any being can make. And the great dragon cast was cast out that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth and his angels were cast out with him. The Amplified Version says, and war broke out in heaven. Michael, the archangel, and his angels waging war with the dragon. The dragon and his angels fought, but they were not strong enough. The dragon and his angels fought but they were not strong enough. And guess what? They did not prevail. And there was no longer a place found for them in heaven. With just a very few moments tonight, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put the metal to the pedal. I'm gonna preach to every devil in hell tonight. I'm gonna preach to every apostolic, Holy Ghost-filled saint of God in this place. Let there be, and there was. Let there be, and there was.
then there was. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Stay right there with me. <laughs> Don't move. Bishop Wilson, I can't take credit because he said this, and he said it so profoundly. I think it was one of his preachings called The Strong and Mighty. He provided an example of an object in its most simplest forms by saying, it is. He used a chair, for example. The chair, before it was made visible, began as a blueprint in the mind of its inventor. The inventor takes the vision and constructs objects, placing them together to form what we see here as a chair. If a person has never seen the object, they may point to the object and say, what is that? And then the creator will smile and say, well, that's a chair. In order for the chair to become, it is taken out of the invisible and brought down to the visible. The word to be is an action word. It's a verb. It means to exist, to occur, to take place to. To become is to begin to be, to develop, to grow into, to convert, to mature. You and I are human beings in action, in the presence. That's why we do not reserve, that's why we do not refer to ourselves as human wasings. We are human beings. And it's because we're sitting here in the house of God currently here in the now. Many of us have been converted by the baptism of Jesus Christ um, in his name uh, and with the infilling of the Holy Ghost. Um, we've become uh, as Christ through salvation. Are you with me? When you stop to consider the words spoken by the creator in Genesis, when he says, let there be, what begun as a thought in the mind of Christ, the logos, uh, became visible through the man, Jesus Christ. Uh, he became manifested uh, in the flesh. Um, what's his name? Jesus. What's his name? Jesus. Now, creationists will call it the intelligent design. Such a phenomenon that the scientists and astrologists have made several attempts to explain the creation of heaven and the earth. They have hypothesized it as the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> the idea that the universe started with an indefinitely hot and dense single point and then stretched at unimaginable speeds. They've attempted to explain creation using the idea of evolution. And that over time, organisms and microorganisms just evolve haphazardly into what we see today. Genesis 1 tells us that in the beginning, God. I said in the beginning, God created. Yes, it is an intelligent design that is outstanding. It stands outside of wisdom and thoughts and capabilities of humanity. I said it is an intelligent design and it is outstanding. It stands outside of your thoughts and my thoughts and our human understanding. For Isaiah 55 and 9 says, for as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts but somehow 
In Genesis, we discover a world that is dark, empty, and formless. How did this happen? When God creates, when God performs, he's always doing things perfectly well. So I thought to myself, these are the characteristics of Satan. That old devil, sin is destructive. And the scriptures tell us that sin was found in him. I said sin is destructive. If you get a hold of it and it gets a hold of you, it will leave you empty. It will leave you dark and you will be formless. Oh, I hope I'm in an apostolic church tonight. I said, I hope I'm in an apostolic church tonight. Sin separates you from God. It separates you from the covenant relationship that you have with him. It draws you back from the promises that he spoke upon your life. It draws you back from the plans that he has for you. If you are living in sin, I suggest tonight that you make your declaration sure. Forgive me, Lord. Wash me. Renew me. Make me over. The writer says that I was born in sin and shaping in iniquity. But God said, let there be light. This is not the light that you experience at sunrise throughout the day and before the sunset. In fact, the sun was not spoken about until the fourth day. God made two great lights. The greater light, a.k.a. the sun, S-U-N, to rule by day. And the lesser the moon to rule by night and God set them in the firmament in the heaven and gave light upon the earth. First lady, you said it this morning. In Genesis 1, we understand God showing us the concept of separation. He said, I separate the light from the darkness and the darkness doesn't comprehend it. But when a sin-sick soul repents and goes down in the name of Jesus and gets baptized with Holy Ghost and fire that darkness begins to flee and it doesn't comprehend the power of the Holy Ghost I hope you never get tired of this message I hope you walk this message I hope you talk this message I hope you breathe live this message this is the only thing that can save this world this is the only thing that can change a life Ladies and gentlemen, I implore you that when God said, let there be light, he took the front stage in this chaotic world and proclaimed his majesty. John chapter 8, let me stop right here. The first man, Adam, was made of the earth earthy. The second man, Adam, was a quickening spirit. When I look at Genesis, I'm seeing separation. I'm seeing God as the light of the world. I see the spirit at work here. I don't see the first man, Adam, in the flesh. But I see the last man, Adam, in the spirit, showing you what I can do to the sin-sick soul. Oh, I thought you'd be more happy than that. You see, one thing, one reason why the church remains powerless is because we are lessening on the gospel message. It is the power of God unto salvation. 
We ought to be worried. We ought to be intentional about salvation and delivering the gospel message more than we are about finances, more than we are about eating, socializing. That's the only message that's going to save us. John 8 and 12, then Jesus spake unto them saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth after me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God, that all things were made by Him. And without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness, to bear witness of the light that all men through him might be saved. Come on, band. He came to bear witness of the light and realized that he was not the light. That all men might be saved. That all men might be saved. Through him that they might believe. He was not the light. He was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light, which lifted every man that cometh into the world. On the sixth day, God let us said, let us make man in our image and our likeness and let him have dominion. And let him have dominion. We, the apostolic church, we have been sent to bear witness of that light unto the sick sin world. But in order to allow the truth to shine in us, uh, we must believe that he that it is is in us, uh, it's that greater power, that power that worketh in us, for greater is he that is in us uh, than he that is in the world I said greater is he that is in us uh, than he that is in the world in Romans chapter 12, the battle that ensued with Michael and his angels against Satan and his angels in my mind it may have looked something like this. Come here, Cedric and Rome. Make sure they match. Sometimes when we read the scriptures, I have a vivid imagination and a curiosity. God expects your curiosity be to be about his word. Come on, Bubba. So in our minds, that battle that ensued with Michael and his angels and Satan and his angels will kind of look like this. Y'all still with me? Let's go! <laughs> Here's Brother Michael. Here's that old serpent. Yeah, you, buddy. So in my mind, this is before I had the working knowledge of God. I'm seeing Michael and his angels and Satan and his angels toe to toe, neck to neck, eyeball to eyeball, shoulder to shoulder.
Y'all mind if we have a little fun tonight? Revelation 12 and 8 says the dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil, and Satan which deceiveth the world, he was cast out into the earth and his angels were cast out with him. Then I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, now has come salvation and strength and kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. So this is all wrong. With God, he has no rivals. He has no equals. When the angels of the Lord come to battle for you, this is what it's like. <laughs> and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives unto the death. Rejoice ye heavens and ye that dwell in them. Woe the inhabitants of the earth and the sea for the devil has come down unto you having great wrath. Stay right there. They don't want it. They don't want it. It doesn't matter what the enemy tells you, God is bigger, He's stronger, He's undefeated. In all reality, Brother Night, Pastor Naeem, and Pastor Trevor will pulverize these two. They're now both bad guys. <laughs> In reality, they will pulverize these two. But some of us are allowing the enemy to rage war and havoc in our lives. Like he's six feet tall. Like he's 20 feet tall. Like he has the power to dictate who you are, where you're going. Like he has the power to influence you. And he does. But I want some apostolics to allow God to turn the light on in their life tonight. I said I want some apostolics, you that are sitting on your seat and going through the routine and don't have a fight in you. There's a lot of Holy Ghost filled people in this house tonight that have been fighting, that have been warring, and all of heaven is on their side. The scripture says that Satan knoweth that he hath but a short time. And what I like about Revelation 12, y'all stay right there because we're going to have some fun. Is <laughs> how it gave a synopsis of creation leading into Satan's doom, saying that he has but a short time. A lot of times we come into the house of the Lord and I'm guilty of it also. Like we're on our last string. Like we're just waiting for the coming of the Lord. Like we're barely holding on. Giving the devil more credit than we ought to. I want to know if there's any apostolics in here that want to make the short time the worst time that he's ever had. I said he has but a short time. It's time for you to get on the offense. I'm tired of him kicking me around. I'm tired of him beating me up. He has a short time and we have an eternity. Let's make his time the worst of all. So my boys are scared right now. 
But I want a demonstration to happen again. And you can throw them around if you want. Y'all catch them. Because <laughs> as a single parent, y'all, I have to let you in on something. My kids think they can be a little better than me sometimes. Yeah, these guys. Sometimes I'll say, you know what, I need you to go shower. And they may not tell me no with their mouth, but their actions say nope. <laughs> Do your homework, actions say nope. <laughs> but sometimes they think that they want to challenge my authority. And that's what Satan did in heaven. He said, I will exalt myself above the throne of God. He tried to challenge the authority of God. And if you read, God told Michael and his angels to handle his lightweight. So these kids are demonstrating rebellion and the challenging of authority. And I want to tell Michael and his archangels, handle my lightweight. <laughs> Let there be revival. Let there be redemption. Let there be restoration. Let there be apostolic dominion. Let there be apostolic in this congregation that will engage in spiritual warfare and prayer and intercessory prayer for the sin-sick soul of this city, for the sin-sick soul of this state, this county and this world. Let there be unity among this body. Let there be holiness. Let there be righteousness. Let there be, let there be, let there be Jesus. Let God arise. Let God arise. Somebody in this building right now ought to recognize uh, that if the angels uh, have that much power uh, over the enemy, uh, how much more authority uh, and power uh, do you have as an apostolic tonight? If you know the devil uh, is under your feet, uh, I dare you. Uh, to take the next 60 seconds uh, and somebody dance uh, over the top of your enemy in this place. Uh, he's already defeated. Uh, hey! Uh, come on, somebody! Uh, yes! My dance will prostrate it uh, under my feet. Come on, uh, and I see what you say. Help me sing my dance. We'll cross-lead it under my... Where's the praise team at? What you say. One more time, my dance. We'll cross under. And I declare what you say. I wonder if there's anybody in the building uh, that is sick and tired uh, of being up against the ropes uh, with the enemy's lies. You want to know what the Bible calls the devil? He is the accuser uh, of the brethren. Anybody beside me knows what it's like uh, sometimes to live on a daily level uh, with the enemy bringing railing, uh, accusation. Is there anybody beside me in this place? One writer said, 
that one day we're going to look at him and when we see him we're going to say is this the one that caused the nations to tremble I was afraid of this I was fighting over that oh my goodness the devil is a liar somebody in the building tonight needs to rise up in this place and let the devil know I'm not living another day in fear I'm not living another day defeated I've got to put him under my feet one two three my dancer will cross faded come on and I declare what you say Give it praise. Would you dance with me? Would you dance with me? Would you, would you, would you? I got it. I got victory. 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 up your mouth and do war in the place. Open up your mouth. How many of you understand this evening uh, that our shout uh, is not a demonstration uh, of emotionalism? Uh, but my Bible tells me in Psalm 149, let the high praise of God be in there. And a two-edged sword in their hand. Why? To execute vengeance on the heathen, to bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron. This honor hath all the saints. Praise ye the Lord. When you shout, you're binding up demons. When you shout, you're binding up principalities. Somebody needs to ram back and do some warfare in the building. Hey! I dare you to shout. Shout until you bind that thing up. 
Shout until that devil has to bust for the back door. Shout until something breaks. Somebody give him a praise. Somebody give him a praise. Somebody give him a praise. Hey! Somebody give him a praise. I got it. 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 I got it.
to raise your voice and extend your hands in this direction right now. We're praying right now. Come on. Come on, help me pray over this prayer cloth. In the name of Jesus, we pray for Brother Wallace's dad tonight, God, for divine healing. We pray tonight, God, that your hand would be upon him. We're praying tonight, God, that you would intervene, God. Let there be a miracle that glorifies your name. Let there be a miracle, God. Come on, somebody pray with faith. Somebody pray in earnest. Somebody pray with faith, nothing wavering. Now praise Him, cause it's already done. Praise Him, cause it's already done. Yes, yes. Come on, somebody praise Him. Yes. Mike Tyson said one time he said everybody has a plan when they get in the ring with me until I punch them in the face how many of you know that the devil thought he had you but he didn't expect you to fight back he didn't expect you to show up he expected you to run he expected you to quit he expected you to throw in the towel but I just need about 250 people in the building that said devil I'm not quitting devil I'm not backing up devil I'm not slowing down I came to get my victory I came to get my come on one more time, open up your mouth and give God a shout of... Somebody ought to go ahead and take a victory lap tonight. Somebody ought to just go ahead and take a victory lap tonight. Yeah, you ought to just go ahead and take a victory lap and let the devil know I'm, I'm celebrating the victory before it ever happens tonight. I'm going to shout right now because I know the battle belongs to the Lord. The battle belongs to the Lord.
Somebody ought to run around your trouble tonight. Somebody ought to take a lap around your opposition tonight. Somebody ought to run around the wall tonight and let your trouble know you're coming down. Let your enemy know you're coming down. Somebody walked in here afraid, but you're leaving full of faith tonight. Somebody walked in here intimidated, but you're walking out of this place. The Bible said that the righteous are as bold as lions. Say, well, Bishop, what do I do? I... I've been kind of on the ground and I, I feel like I just kind of fell down in the fight. I got word for you. The book of Micah chapter 7 verse number 8. Uh, the writer said rejoice uh, not uh, against me. Uh, oh my enemy. Can I give you William's translation? Uh, he said Satan stop the party. For when I fall shall arise he said devil you came too early to celebrate my demise but you came too late to do anything about my victory one more time you ought to lift your hands and let the devil know you came too early to celebrate my failure and you're too late to stop my victory when I fall, uh, I shall, uh, I shall. Uh. Turn and tell your neighbor, neighbor. Tell him if you fell down, get back up again. If you got knocked down last week, Walk in on Monday this week. Uh, if the devil hit you last week, uh, then hit him back this week. Uh, whatever you do, uh, whatever you do, uh, don't stay on the ground. Uh, get up, uh, get up, uh, get up uh, and pray again. Uh, get up uh, and worship again. Uh, Get up and dance again. Get up and preach again. Get up. I shall arise. Somebody right now, lift your voice and declare, I shall arise. Come on, clap your hands one more time and give God a praise in this place. How many of you thank God for his word tonight? They overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. There's power when you speak your testimony. 
Think about it. Your testimony is what God has done for you. And if that's how you defeat the devil, then the way you defeat the devil is simply reminding him that if he did it before, he can do it again. That's what David told Goliath. Uh, if he brought me through a lion uh, and he gave me victory over a bear, uh, then that same God uh, is going to deliver you uh, into my hand. Uh, I dare somebody right now, uh, one more time, uh, declare in this place, uh, I've got victory. Uh, the same God uh, that brought me through before, uh, gonna bring me through again my God I feel victory in this place tonight I feel like I can run through a troop uh, leap over a wall tell your neighbor I can do all things uh, through Christ that strengthens me there ain't nothing you're facing tonight uh, that God did not already preordain your victory. I just need 200 believers in the building. Uh, the Bible said no weapon uh, formed against you uh, shall be able uh, to prosper. Uh, your enemy may have formed the weapon, uh, but it will not prosper uh, against you tonight.